0: Hey, hey, it's me, your regular-time dungeon master, Big B, coming at you up top. Thanks, as always, for listening to HTW Laid. Uh, If you happen to be new to the show, welcome. It's a great place to jump in, given this is a self-contained adventure, and we certainly hope you enjoy it. Uh, Or, if you're an up-to-date regular listener, you probably heard the finale of our regular long-time narrative last week. Uh, We're taking a little bit of time off continuing narrative stuff before we get back into something long-term, so this seemed like the perfect time to throw up our... ...our last banked live show from our recent run at Fringe World Sydney in late 2019... It was a really fun show. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out. Thanks to you if you were there. And a big thanks to Kieran Clancy-Lowe, who was our special guest for the evening. He did a great job, and we, we sure hope that you enjoy him as much as we did. Uh, so just a heads up about the show you're going to listen to. Whilst it is definitely a self-contained show, uh, non-canonical, you can listen to it in isolation, we did this thing at our Sydney Fringe run where the three nights of the show sort of followed on from one another, if you like. Kind of like loosely connected narrative. Um, they were definitely deliberately designed, so you can listen to them in total isolation and still know what's going on. But if you haven't heard the earlier two shows from our Sydney Fringe Run and you are interested, they are both up in the feed. Just go look for the HGW Laid Live at Sydney Fringe World episodes. You can definitely go check them out if you want. Um, Anyway, we'll be back in two weeks with a little wrap-up discussion episode about the HGW Laid main story that we put the finale of uh, up last week. And either then, with that, or very shortly thereafter, we'll be announcing what comes next for the show what the next story is, when you can expect it, all that good stuff. And just on that, by the way, if you're interested and you have any questions or comments or feedback or like anything to say, positive, negative, uh, questioning, whatever, about uh, either the finale of the HW Main show or anything about that continuing narrative in general, you can go ahead and send that to me at ben at curionetwork.com and we're going to be addressing some of that stuff during that wrap-up show. So that's ben, B-E-N, at curionetwork.com. Uh, okay, I'll be quick with this stuff Please consider leaving us a rating or review on iTunes Or wherever you listen, you know the drill at this point I won't have a run about that uh, And do talk to or about us on social media At Curio Network or at HDW Laid We love hearing from you guys, we're just about everywhere Or go ahead and share the show with a friend This and all the other live shows Are a really great jumping on point Given that they are self-contained um, Okay, I've spoken for way too long I won't take up any more of your time Thank you as always for listening I hope you enjoy the show Welcome Everyone, welcome once again to Tasmodia's Transdimensional Tournament, the greatest interdimensional test of skill and strength the multiverse has ever seen. Thousands of champions enter, representing worlds and universes cast far and wide across the void, but only one dimension can be declared victorious. Who will emerge the victor of Tasmodia's Transdimensional Tournament? Well... You'll have to watch to find out. So step right up and enter the arena, if you dare. How to Win, Lose, and Influence Dragons. We're usually a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition storytelling and comedy podcast. But tonight, for you, the good people of Sydney Fringe, we are an all-live stunt spectacular. There's going to be all kinds of flips and tricks and things you wouldn't believe. Uh, I am Ben McAllister. I am your dungeon master for the show. But before we get into it properly, can I just get a quick poll? Who dragons before? Okay, about half the room, okay. Well, if you haven't played Dungeons & Dragons, here is a quick primer on how it works. I, the Dungeon Master, am going to describe situations and events that transpire to our players for the evening. They're then going to respond in their characters however they like. Uh, Then, based on what they try to do, they're limited in terms of the things they can try to do only by their imagination, by the way. Operative word there being, try. Uh, Then they'll roll some dice, like these ones here. And then, depending on whether their character is good or bad at the thing they're trying to do, they will add a modifier. And then after they've added the modifier, if it's high, then that'll be good. And if it's low, then I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, That's enough from me for the moment, though. So our players are going to introduce themselves. Why don't we start over here with this uh, delightfully mustachioed gentleman?
1: (laughs) Thank you. That's a really really lovely intro. Um, My name is Jackson Eustard. I am plating... Playing Jody Mustana, a human monk with a distinctly Spanish flavour. Uh, his general vibe is, you know, stunts, uh, spills, thrills. I remember um, what I
0: said about the stunt
1: spectacle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really, really in, in, in his wheelhouse. Um, and yeah.
2: Hello, my name's Grace Chapel, and I'll be playing Brazilia Livian. <laughs> She um, doesn't honest.
1: believe you?
0: Um, I'm incredulous. We didn't raise this. <laughs> it's, it's all new to me. Uh,
2: yeah, so she's a sorcerer. She's a half-elf. Um, she's really good at spells. Um, she's really bad at daggers, but that's what she prefers, unfortunately.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> Historically bad. Uh, my name is Thomas Owen, and I will be playing Duncan. Khan. He is a dwarven fighter who... Recently cross-classed into Ranger, so he's a little bit better at getting around. He uh, likes fighting, drinking, and telling dirty jokes. So. He's got a bit of PTSD, but it doesn't come up too often. <laughs>
1: it's a cool intro. Yeah, very cool intro to a person. Uh,
0: so all of the characters have special skills and abilities and attacks and stuff they can do. We'll try and keep you across what's going on there. Don't worry too much, we're not going to get too bogged down in the rules. Uh, so without uh, further ado... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody along tonight, the regular adventures of How to Inlute and Influence Dragons follow these three on their journey through a world called Carthus. But tonight, we're doing something completely different. We're taking you to Tasmodiar's Transdimensional Tournament. Uh, but before we get to the round of the tournament that's happening tonight, this is the third night of our three-run show. So we need to catch you up quickly on what happened in the earlier rounds of the tournament. Two nights ago, we heard how our heroes had been unceremoniously ripped from their home dimension and thrown into competition at Tasmodiar's Transdimensional Tournament, a massive, periodic, interdimensional test of strength and skill. There are feats of strength, wit and cunning, and more than a few battles to the death. They learned that at the end of it all, the sponsor of the winning dimension will be declared supreme ruler of the multiverse until the next tournament. They met their handler, Kenneth, a bipedal, four-armed alien creature who is guiding them through the events of the tournament. They may not know who their sponsor is or why they're here, but they do know that they need to fight to stay alive. For their first two challenges, they were teamed with random beings from other dimensions and progressed through a series of encounters. Before their second challenge, they placed sizable bets on themselves, amongst other things. Uh, After emerging victorious, their handler Kenneth informed them that they were in a little bit of trouble for uh, what could be construed as insider trading. And that brings us to right now. You guys are sitting in the Champions Lounge, having just emerged victorious from your last trial. Uh, Flipper, your companion that you you were sort of paired up with last night for the event, is there. And he's got a bit of a history with insider trading, as we learned last night, so this is probably bad for him. In fact, as soon as Kenneth mentions it, funny enough, he just disappears. <laughs> he actually just, he leaves, he's gone, he's out the building. And Kenneth, who is uh, he's a, he's a purple pear-shaped sort of thing, I guess, he's wearing a turtleneck sweater and he's not wearing any pants, but he is all smooth down there, like a Ken doll. And in his arms he's carrying a remote control, a clipboard, a coffee mug, and a pen. And he's just, no oh, guys, i you really upset the bosses on this one, you're not supposed to bet on yourselves, why did you think that was a good idea?
1: Nobody said we couldn't. Honestly, in fact, I feel like we were encouraged to bet on ourselves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, look, I mean, the bets have been placed and they've been successful, but your sponsor? Yeah, it seems like your sponsor is pretty disappointed with you guys. Um, They want to talk to you first thing tomorrow morning before your final event. Can you tell them that... We're pretty
2: disappointed with them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking us out of our reality. And it's a
0: crazy I suppose yeah, forcing you into a combat for your lives could be construed as uh, kind of an aggressive maneuver. Uh, fair enough. Um, Does this mean we'll actually get to meet our sponsor now? Um, well, <gasps> maybe cool. you'll have to listen on to find out. <laughs> uh, so, you guys are, what, just asking Kenneth to, to relay your message that you're disappointed in the sponsor?
1: Yeah, that that seems like our speed. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kenneth says, "Oh, look, this isn't really my department. You're just gonna have to head down to headquarters first thing tomorrow, okay? So, um, just just get there. You gotta you get a good night's sleep because you have got an event tomorrow as well. You're gonna need a new partner. I have to find one of those. You need a fourth person. So just just take care of yourselves, okay? And Don't get in any more trouble. I mean,
1: hopefully we yeah. won't. Right, yeah. No promises, though, right? Can't yeah. make can't make any bets, I guess. So. <laughs> Funny that you should mention
0: betting, because as Kenneth disappears in a puff of smoke, Flimbo, who is the bookkeeper for the tournament that you met last night, appears next to you. They are also a bipedal snake-like humanoid, and they say, "Hello, friends. Your bets have been successful, and I'm here to return your wages." And uh, he brings out a tray heaped with a, like a just a huge amount of little black diamonds. And um So do we just spend the rest of the evening counting them out into our... <laughs> <minds>? <laughs> That's what you came along to see. So we're going to now do a lot of bookkeeping and accounting. <laughs> uh, I, I remembered expressly all of the bets that you placed yesterday, and now we have to calculate it all. No, uh, he just hands you like a shitload of money. Like way more than you saw for, for your successful bets on yourself. And uh, then he just disappears, also in a puff of smoke. So you've got the evening, but Kenneth wants you first thing in the morning down at headquarters. But you do also have a, a bunch of diamonds burning a hole in your pocket. So what's the, what's the plan for tonight?
4: I guess we have a
2: huge night. Yeah?
0: yeah. Is that the vibe? I mean, Khan's military background,
3: I think his suggestion tactically would be that we need to rest up
1: in case our meeting with our sponsor gets violent. But he's like underlying drinking problem. Maybe <laughs> it's like a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, can you yeah, yeah, take a
4: wisdom yeah. saving throw
0: to see whether you have the wisdom to stay off the grog for one night? If you could just manage that one time.
3: Uh, 13 plus 1 for my wisdom No, 14. no, he no, can't Tun right. Khan oh. is
0: fucking straight into it What is he drinking? What's his drink of choice? Um uh, It's
1: a... Stella Artois Oh, wow, oh, wow. They have life, that here <laughs> Life
0: imitating art Hey, you guys know Stella Artois Shout out. Major sponsor Spons- for the, sponsor. the <laughs> yeah, uh Alright, what about you guys?
1: Duncan's getting on the beers I got
2: a 20, so- you're fine. We're straight to bed. That's yeah, so
0: wow. J- Jody got
1: twenty one. He's turning
0: an early. Wow. Okay. So he's leaving Duncan <laughs> T- 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 alone in the bar, pounding stellas. Yeah. I've been like, okay, <laughs> this. And You're like, nah. We should get beers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good idea.
1: And then only I go and do that. The tragic you- thing is, is that none of us said that. Duncan T- imagined that conversation. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: You turned around. You were like, mm, okay, beers, and you turned around, and like, there were just like <laughs> clouds of dust where these two used to be. They've disappeared back to the bunkhouse. But Dunkhan has a wild night and then goes to bed. So uh, I, is, that, is that about it? We're, got, we're cutting two? Yeah, yeah let's, okay. let's meet the sponsor. You're awoken by Kenneth in your uh, bunk bed uh, accommodation where you guys are sharing a room and he's standing there ringing four bells simultaneously with his four hands. And uh, I guess Dunkhan's probably the groggiest and slowest awake and he says, oh, All right, it's time to, to go meet the sponsor. Are you guys ready? I, I, I'd be nervous if I was you.
1: Yeah, no, I got a um, good rest. I yeah, feeling very ready to go.
0: Okay, well, the good news I guess that I have is I found your your co-competitor for tonight. So. They're going to come with you, just to hang out, get to know you guys, get your energy together, because you got a big event later today, let me tell you. So um, without further ado, here's your friend for the day. And then he uh, gestures his arms, all four of them behind himself, and it's good that he used four arms to fully encompass the size of the two people that uh, walk into the room. There are two new competitors tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Kieran Clancy-Lowe, our special guest for the evening. Come on in! <laughs> That's, no, that's, that's news to me. How did you set that up? How did you set that up? what The music. Okay, wow. That's a that's a fun energy to be bringing to the show. Uh, hey, take a seat and introduce yourself and the characters that you're playing. and Introduce who they are to the audience, please.
5: Uh, hello, so I'm Kieran Clancy-Lowe. Uh, the characters that I am playing tonight, um,
0: can I introduce myself to the other characters please do please sure. do sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, of the mind take it away <laughs> so, I just, so I, I, uh, I've appeared
5: alright uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. walked yeah. walk uh, down the street. corridor hello my name is uh, August uh, Flender uh, sorry August Flint uh, and um, uh, and it's a pleasure to meet you everybody you can call me Gus or Gussie or whatever you'd like
0: uh, I guess I'm kind of a paladin sort of thing <laughs> um <laughs> For those not familiar with Dungeons oh. and Dragons, that was Paladin, but i uh, getting a sense of where this character might be from. <laughs> uh,
5: it was called Zed Newland.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Cool, cool, cool. So you'll play licensed music, but you won't use the name of a country. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fantasy realm, full of halflings and... Um, Dark Lords and Magical Rings. Yeah, yeah, I heard they filmed that Rod of the Lings down there. <laughs> that's, the,
5: that's the one, yeah. Uh, but this is my best friend in the world uh, and also pretend stepdad. Uh, so those would play a little game where he's my stepdad, but he's not really my stepdad. And his name is uh, Bernie Cinders. Oh, good. Uh, uh, and so, um, and then, uh, so the first one, uh, August, is a half elf uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. man. Um, who I guess looks like me. Wow. But pointy ears what an actor. A
0: little bit shorter. Uh,
1: and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not believable you would be a fantasy character. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh... <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Bernie, on
5: the other hand, is much taller, uh, broader, full human, uh, with a beautiful, like solid gold mullet situation going on. Oh wow. But like permed at the front and permed on the bottom. Whoa. Shaved on the sides. Kind
0: of like a stranger things thing. Yeah, kinda kinda of, of, kind of like a Jacob um, Montgomery thing. Yeah. That's a little, yeah. little bit esoteric. But sorry. <laughs> what else do we need to know about Bernie
5: Cinders? Oh, he just, um, or, oh, hello, yes, I'm Bernie, and, um, uh, he is
0: my best friend in the world. Um, <laughs> and, and like, I'm not his real stepdad, like you said. I'm a baker by trade. I like to bake things. Um, I guess we travel around the world together and I pick up new recipes. And do you burn them? I try not to. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, you're putting me to shame with the voices tonight Kiro brought two we've been doing this podcast for two years Grace still doesn't have one <laughs> 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 it, it. It would be weird if a character gained a voice
4: yeah that's like
0: true anything. that's true okay fair enough uh, great so Kenneth says well if you've all been introduced then I guess we should get on to meeting the sponsor while we walk I'll catch you up on a few things uh, and right. you start you start walking along towards the headquarters building which is once you step outside of the champions lounge you find yourself inside once again this enormous bustling busy city there are flying vehicles neon lights lasers it's like the biggest fucking sci-fi tech you've ever conceived of and uh, we, we've said the last Two times that you guys have entered this, coming from a fantasy world as you do, you've been made physically ill by the revelations of all of this weird shit around you. So, can I get a Constitution saving throw from all of you <laughs> oh, once God. again? It gets a bit easier every time, so you won't have to roll as well. But I do need the numbers. I've got to roll two die, don't I?
2: So... I got a twenty, which is the highest. Whoa,
1: number that's say. the highest number you can
0: have! Congratulations! You don't throw up today. <laughs> you don't throw up today for the first time, which I think tracks. <laughs>
1: Nineteen on. for Jody.
0: Whoa! Also, not throwing up. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Constitution seventeen. Also, not throwing up.
5: <laughs> I uh, seventeen and thirteen.
0: Oh, one of them does throw up. No, se- Sorry, seventeen and
5: twenty-three. My bad. I was supposed to add the. Yeah, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. It's actually a really good yeah, one. Yeah, apparently we're just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, what about Duncan? I only
3: rolled a nine, uh-huh. but I have plus eight because
0: I think you have disadvantage because you're hungover. But so do you, you, I have advantage for dwarven resilience? Against no, poison. it's poison. not poison. No, fair, no. But... you're going to have to take another one. Okay,
3: well it's still a nine because I rolled a ten. Okay, so that's fine. Up to.
0: 17. Okay, so the only person throwing up is no one. They're all doing great. Nobody's throwing up as we walk through the city. And before you know it, you're standing underneath the headquarters building, which is a floating glass cube uh, with a tractor beam that sucks people up inside in order to gain access. And Kenneth says, the sponsor's hanging out on the top floor in, in, in their office. You're going to have to go up and meet them. Um, One good bit of news you can take in with you is um, you've been polling really well with the audience because of all the victories. So it's been great. You know, people are big fans of you guys. So just know that going in and uh, just, you know, try and keep it tight. I'd be apologetic. Uh, just, you know, the in and out kind of thing. Um, you know, I, hope, I hope I see you guys after because this is going to be a great event. I'm really excited for you guys to see how the things we prepared for you tonight. Um, so what do you guys do?
1: Beam me <laughs> up, Scotty. Yeah?
0: <laughs> you walk straight into the beam? Okay. You guys are sucked upwards by a powerful beam of light. And before you know it, you're standing... In a relatively barren office, there is only a relatively plain desk with a high-backed leather chair that is facing away from you at a window with panoramic views of this massive, massive sci-fi city. Yes, there are also uh, a few bookshelves lining the walls, but they don't come all the way to the window. They stop a little bit before the window. And you... That's very important detail. Hey, you laugh now. When that window gap comes back in the fucking endgame, you're all going to fucking realise the seeds I've planted for you. <laughs> so uh, then an ethereal voice uh, emerges from the chair that is facing away and says, I've been waiting for you a long time. Not so much you, um... Half elf and big guy. I don't actually know you, but
5: hello, (laughs) August Blunt. This is my friend Bernie. extending your hand at. Uh, I'm just extending it into space. At the chair. Yeah. Okay. The polite thing to do.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. happens. Bernie nods approvingly as well. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Wow. So we're just we're all meant to. In addition to suspending this image in our mind of the two characters that Kira is. We're all here in the room supposed to pretend there's another person <laughs> behind Kiro who's being the other character that <laughs> keeps consulting on everything that he does. This is like it's multiple nice, layers yeah. of imagination. <laughs> Fantastic. What do the three of you do? Um I mean
1: I'm waiting for a a, a chair turn, right? Like that's where we're, like Oh, there's no chair turn, baby. Oh, they're well, just <laughs> they're not going to turn around. No, not I, yet. I, I walk reckon, over there. Yeah. 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 I march right up to the table
3: and uh-huh. Khan just I, says the, who the bloody hell are you?
0: Lara
1: Bingle. Mm-hmm. Nice.
5: <laughs> What's a bingle? I, like <laughs> I like that fun tourism ad. Okay, uh, and then, <laughs> then
0: uh, the voice comes out from behind the chair and says, wouldn't you like to know, actually, why am I being coy about this? I called you to my office. My name is Sharona and I am the sponsor of Dimension 57J. From whence you all originate. And you've been really fucking things up for me, you know.
2: Well look, you're not my Sharona,
0: so (laughs) (laughs) early in the episode to burn that one. Yeah, wow. (laughs) That was kind of a closing line sort of situation that we were setting up for you, but thanks, Grace. I mean to be fair, they repeated a lot in the song. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay, that's good. We got the rights to that one, (laughs) funnily enough. I mean I know I complained about licensed music before, but my Sharona, believe it or not. Came fucking cheap, <laughs> easy to get the rights. Uh, what yeah. do we
2: owe you? Uh, who are you?
0: She says, "You don't owe me really anything, but if you want to ever see your home again or survive, I recommend you step the fucking line." I don't care so much about the gambling on yourselves as much as I do about all the fucking victories. I've been betting against you the whole tournament, and you keep fucking
1: things up by emerging victorious. But don't if we if we. If we win, don't you win? Isn't that the whole... I don't want to be the fucking supreme ruler of the multiverse. Um, Do you know how much
0: fucking paperwork is involved yeah. in that? Uh, adulting, am I right? I'm... T- <laughs> I'm just in this for the cold, hard diamonds, my dude.
3: Why why would you pick us and then bet against us?
0: <laughs> that laugh is completely in voice. She pisses herself. And uh, then she says... Look, if I picked some people who were actually terrible, the other sponsors would have known what I was up to, and I would have got in trouble at the Interdimensional Council. I had to pick people who could do just well enough to make it look like they were trying, but ultimately lose. So again, look, don't worry, I'm going to fix this for you. You just need to throw the event tonight, and we're going to be gravy. We'll send you home. No worries.
5: How far do you want us to throw it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: she says You look pretty strong guy uh, As far as you can All the way down Kill cool. <laughs> So what Wait, wait is, she, is she like Spying him In the reflection In the window At this point She steps out From the gap Behind the bookcase And is like Stay <laughs> It was all an illusion Oh my god The prestige You thought I was in the chair But I was over here The whole time <laughs> And uh, Now she's just standing there, and you get your first glimpse at Sharona. She's a vaguely ethereal being composed of what appears to be crystal and light, held in a roughly lithe, half elfy kind of shape. Oh, choice. <laughs> <laughs> Gus is into it, is he?
5: Oh, yeah, as a half-elf. This yeah. is, is like another seeing half-elf. Half-elf, yeah. Yeah. half-elf half-crystal. That's uh, the... My dad
0: wasn't... <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can't be half half elf and half something else. Half cause...
5: elf, half human.
0: Yeah, but this one's half elf, half crystal, so it's still a half elf. But right. Yeah, that's half <laughs> Man, genealogy. That's why. I'm yeah, like... yeah, yeah. We're going to do a deep dive on the <laughs> biology <laughs> of crystal creatures.
3: <laughs> so
5: I sort of point out. Sorry, just uh, out of uh, character. Bernie didn't. Uh, sorry, Gus didn't understand that throwing the game meant.
0: Yeah, we got we got that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> just when he said, "Is he on board?" He's like, "Yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. What did he throw? Oh, the yeah. game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, a horseshoe great. or a ball or something. Does <laughs> 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 he just love sports? Is that his thing? I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. game. <laughs> Character <laughs> development on the fly. you yeah. right, great. Gus loves sports. Uh, yeah. Great. What about what about the other three of you? How do you feel about throwing the event tonight?
3: What happens if we don't?
0: I'll <laughs> fucking kill you, my guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's persuasive. <laughs> we definitely don't like being dead.
3: <laughs> I, I want to uh, Duncan. Trying. Can I? Can I take an inside check to yeah, see whether or not I, whether or not Duncan believes that Sharona is confident in her ability to kill us,
1: taking into account your own ego as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. Roll that d20. Add your inside skill. <coughs>
3: Uh, nine plus six 15
0: okay 15 yeah like you don't detect like a hint like you're like oh she won't hesitate you see her hand where her hip would be at and you think that if you don't do what is requested of you you'll you might get smoked right that's like she's like, the vibe, she's, like yeah. a crystal revolver at but is it, I, I mean I mean yeah. like not so much like
3: is she willing but does she like how confident does she seem in her ability
0: okay um you get the feeling that she's like she feels like pretty good about it, but she's like Oh pretty good? Yeah, thing. I'm
3: not throwing this, but I don't say that. Oh <laughs>
0: keeping that one to yourself. Okay, yeah, alright. Alright, okay, alright. I like it. What about the rest of you guys? Um
2: that's a tough call. Everything that we want or death.
0: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I feel like Jazzy's just like okay, no worries. I bet against us anyway. Yeah, I'll true. totally throw the match.
0: Yeah, that's true. You did actually bet against the team last yeah. night. That was the thing. Everyone I'm else like, bet for them. We're
2: yeah. on a level here. So I that- bet on them. You bet on them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're feeling like you this is you get the vibe of right. Sharona here. Yeah. Okay. Great. So it sounds like we're all on board then.
1: Surely, like if we have uh, exceeded your expectations that far, then why not uh, bet? On us, if that's not such a big deal. Oh. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, this is my speciality. (laughs) Uh, With my negative one charisma. (laughs) Brings an 11 down to a 10. (laughs) How does that treat you?
0: She kind of, like, looks at you for a minute and then goes, Well, I mean, look, I don't want to be a dick, but, um... (laughs) The last challenge is by far the hardest one. And the thing about the paperwork, did I not make that clear? Kind of don't want you to win anyway. So, you know what? I've got shit to do. Get the fuck out of here.
3: Are the odds better if you bet for us? Will you make more money if you bet on us and we win?
0: Well, I guess, but I just don't think that will happen.
3: What if you palmed the paperwork off to us?
1: (laughs) Oh, it's going to be an exciting
0: episode four
1: of this adventure. Oh yeah, wow,
0: Jesus. Hey, what, you mean all of you intelligence eight characters? What's what's August and Bernie's intelligence stats like, hero? I'm guessing uh, not high. Oh, uh, 15 and 16. Okay, so the throw-in-the-match thing? What the fuck? So they're like amongst the most Oh, no, because Bernie thing. hasn't
5: chipped in yet. He's a strong silent type, but he was about to... Th- th- th-
0: throw-in-the-match actually means that we forfeit on purpose. What?! <laughs>
5: We like, would never do that. That's terrible. Who would even? Why would you even suggest that to us? <laughs> That's a horrid idea. I don't like it at all.
2: Do you want us to just go home? Go home. <laughs> uh,
5: she
0: says. I feel like I've made this very clear, the paperwork thing. Guys, honestly, get the what fuck if you out of here. you paid someone else to do it with all the money that you want? <laughs> <laughs> Who's paid someone? This seems pretty standard in the, I don't know what this is, but uh, business practices. Um, okay, I need all of you to take a constitution saving throw for me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh.
3: 27. 20. Uh.
0: It's a 20 and a 23. Jesus, what about...
1: uh, Eight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Feeling good about this episode so far. Yeah, (laughs) the high
0: rolls are coming in strong. Okay, so at that moment, an ear-splitting chime rings out through the room, and those of you that rolled better than a 15 uh, only take... 11 uh, psychic damage. Jody is down on the ground holding his ears
1: because he's taken 22. I actually take 11 due to a monk feature, but that's fine. Oh, I'll take okay, fine. <laughs> whatever. Wait, really? Half yeah. damage on failed yeah, yeah, saves? Yeah, on area like, yeah, effect stuff, yeah. Oh, wow,
0: okay, great. Well, everyone takes 11's fucking psychic damage as this uh, thing rings out in their ears. And she says, just, just fuck off already. Just please fuck off already. I have shit to do. And then she actually does go sit in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't in before. <laughs>
1: the stagecraft is incredible. Yeah right, let's bounce yeah let's do it
0: Kenneth's standing in the doorway of the office and he says "Uh, guys there's one more thing that we need to do uh, before we can really crack onto the tournament in earnest Uh, look I said before how you were polling really well with everyone you know well some of the fans have sent you care packages they've sent you you know fun items for your challenge tonight so uh, we're going to go down to the mail room and uh, we're going to see what you got down there and uh, you get back in the tractor beam, and instead of bringing you all the way down to the floor, it brings you down to like the dingiest, shittiest mail room you've ever seen. There's like a dripping water pipe in the corner that's been hastily electrical taped up. There's a very, very sweaty man standing behind the counter, and uh, you walk in, and he's like, "Huh? What are you doing? What do you want?"
2: Our mail. We just... <laughs> <laughs> here. That's,
0: I guess this is the mail room. That should have been probably clear. People typically don't come down here for the, uh, you know, <laughs> the fine wine. So uh, instead, we're going to get the mail. I'll do that now. I really should probably have it prepared, but uh, look, I'm not good at my job. <laughs> that's, I'll be straight with you. That's why I've been put down here.
1: Who is this guy? I love
0: him. <laughs> This is a very sweaty man, okay. and uh, he walks out the door, and then he comes back a moment later with like a, a really like disturbingly greasy sack, <laughs> and uh, oh, falls, that's quite greasy. <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> pours the contents of the sack out on the counter and inside it are a number of uh paper, like brown paper and brown twine wrapped packages with your names on them. Who wants to go first and open their care pack? Oh, me.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: Do I have anything, seeing as I just got here? Yeah, no, to clarify, August and Bernie have been at the tournaments just doing other things without these guys. Oh, recruitment. Uh, yeah, so they've also got their own fans to August and Bernie, and there are indeed two packages, one labelled Augie and one labelled Burn Burn. <laughs> <laughs> so who's up first then? Huh? Which of them goes oh, first? Orgy. Okay, August goes up, and uh, he grabs a parcel... And it's, like, relatively, like, soft and squishy. And does he open it up? He squishes it a bit. Yeah, okay. Uh, puts it to his ear gives it a sniff. Yeah. Um, it smells like chemicals.
5: Oh well, he doesn't mm. like that.
0: No. <laughs> I yeah. bet not. He
5: kind of opens it, but like, gingerly. Like, <laughs> okay. With the ends of his fingers.
0: He's got <laughs> long elven fingers. Is, is August saying all this? <laughs> yes. Is that what the character points Yeah, is you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I'm just going to open this gingerly with the ends of my long fingers. Just in case it should emit anything dangerous.
0: (laughs) Well, that is a high intelligence character. Uh, He opens it up. In specific areas. Okay, right. Uh, And the the brown paper unfurls nicely. And you see what appears to be like a feed bag for like a horse or something. Um, But it's full of like a white spongy material. And it's just like a, 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 a... Plain linen feed bag with like loops for like an ear, like oh. to go over the ears, and yeah, this like white sponge material. And it's there's also big? a little letter. Sorry, oh, it's 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 relatively big, yeah. And there's a little letter inside that says, "To August, you look like sometimes you could do with a bit of a booster. So uh, this ought to speed you up." And uh, that's that's what's on the paper. Who's up next? Who wants to open their thing? Yeah, Jody will. <laughs> oh sorry, yeah,
1: Jody Jody pushes his way in and like okay. uh, his package.
0: Uh Jody and Dukan's packages are actually
1: tied together
0: in one pile.
1: What yeah, one hand each. Right. <laughs> sorry? One hand each. Let's do it together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they go in and like very lovingly, it's like a choreographed. Uh, yeah, okay. These are like rectangular and they're kind of like firm. And like thin, they're like, you know...
3: Yeah, I mean, we open.
0: Yeah. yeah, okay, you rip them right open. And inside, you find a letter written in very, very no-nonsense, plain font that just says, these are for tactical use only, Semper <laughs> And uh, then you open up what is inside them, which are little boxes. Yeah. Okay, you open up the little boxes, and you see what appears to be some kind of, like, face mask... And also like a cloak that billows out from behind it. So it like, goes up your face and then there's
1: a cloak like out behind. And so there's two of them? There's two of them. Are they, are they identical? Yes. I put one on. You... It's for tactical uses only. <laughs> Do you is... not read the letter? It is <laughs> tactical to know what it does yeah. before yeah. you're in a scenario yeah, where you need tactics, otherwise it's just random. Well... Uh... <laughs> Fine. Okay.
0: You put it on and the cloak goes out behind you and fans out and solidifies. And uh, as you move around, you feel like it's generating a little bit of lift. Uh, Is it like a, like a gliding... Yeah, like a, a wingsuit. Like a, yeah. like a yeah, wingsuit yeah. like with yeah. a face mask. <laughs> are we, are we a little a bit
1: Batman. You're a little bit Batman, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a I little bit that. of a
0: Batman vibe. Cool. Joker out in cinemas now. That's a, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> a media tie-in for you. <laughs> you're going to have so much sponsorship now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: What does mine look like?
0: Yours, uh, I'm so glad you asked, Grace, because I have a really great one and I'm just going to double-check. Yep, yeah, it's that one. Uh, yours is long and it's like a long, thick cylinder, kind of like a poster tube, but a bit thicker.
2: All right. You open it up? No. I'm going to hang on to it and open it up on the field just to increase my fan's suspense. suspense.
1: Oh, wow, so, an opportune really? moment. Yeah. Okay. That's, that assigned yeah. Chris good. Hemsworth poster is going to come in real
0: handy. <laughs> <laughs> With an obstacle to stoo- too... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when wouldn't that come in handy Am I right? I Think of an opportunity or a situation that wouldn't be improved by a scientist Chris Henry. Yeah, no. So. Impossible. Yeah. Oh, so I, I guess it's Bernie's turn. Yeah, okay, so Bernie's thing, uh, what does that look like? Okay, it is also a cylinder and it's hard and firm. Oh. Well, he opens it up. <laughs> no
2: spoilers.
1: Okay. Yeah. for, for recreational use only. <laughs> and out outpours. <laughs> paws- <laughs>
0: That was terrible, I hated it, <laughs> and we're not going to circle back around to it. Um, oh, he does it away from Cecilia because he knows that she doesn't want to see what it might be. That's extremely considerate of, of, of Bernie, I have to say. You these might like call my... him lawful good. Oh, these seem like nice guys. Okay, so um, inside is a, a glass canister that has metal end caps on it, and inside is this like really thick, viscous-looking oil that's kind of like gently bubbling. And there's a letter also inside the parcel that says, your friend might need to speed up, but uh, you look like sometimes you could do with a little bit of a slowdown. So uh, whenever you need to kind of slow things down a bit, this oil ought to do it for you. And then the mailroom guy, who doesn't have a name, whose name is now Rory, uh, says to you... Sweaty Rory, yeah. Uh, Sweaty Rory sounds right. Yeah, his name's actually Sweaty Rory. That's what's on his name (laughs) tag. It's just like... It wasn't originally that, but uh, after people got to know me and how bad I am at my job and also how sweaty I am, they finished me a new name tag and it said Sweaty Rory. And, uh, that, Take us away from him. Very <laughs> sad. <laughs> the situation <laughs> that uh, we find ourselves in today. Great.
1: Can we get tractor-beamed out of here? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> wow, the last NPC far. you wanted to spend as much time as <laughs> possible with, but you don't like Sweaty Rory yeah. in the mailroom. Yeah. We didn't discriminate. <laughs> Okay, fine. You can get in the tractor. You go, whatever. See if I care. Uh, you're waiting, uh, ad- waiting at the the base of the HQ. Man, he really fucking gets around, does Kenneth? By the way, he's just like wherever the fuck he needs to be. I guess you, you later realize that it's because he can actually drop down onto all four arms and two legs and run along the ground like some kind of six footed creature. Yeah. That just makes
3: only turtleneck way weirder <laughs> <laughs> because if you're upright it's kind of but it's like when you're it's all one level like why is just the front half yeah of it's distinctly line?
1: horrifying the it's whole like, thing like you're wearing
3: a shirt on your front maybe his genitals are complete... on his
0: chest it's actually like that's sorry true. maybe his genitals are on his chest <laughs> out, of, out of character just metagaming <laughs> so if you need to punch Kenneth in the genitals that's where you think you should target
2: that's what it on the first night. I did say that the yeah. generals were
0: under the shirt. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's right. So yeah. Kira wasn't here for that. So that's, yeah, wow. I cracked the case. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <Man>. See ya. <laughs> that's Kira's contribution to the show. Okay, uh, so Kenneth is waiting down there and he says, Oh, gee, how'd you go, guys? You feeling good about things? I'm a little bit nervous for you.
2: Stop bringing this negative energy in, Gennett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says, I've just come to really like you guys over the last couple of days, Thank and I you. wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you, and this challenge is going to be really tough. Mm.
1: Can what? you uh, give any details about the upcoming challenge?
0: Ooh, I don't know. They
2: kind of asked me not to. Kenneth, do you like us or not? I, I do, <laughs>
4: but... Uh,
1: oh. How much do you like us? <laughs> <laughs> How bad would you feel if we died?
0: Oh boy. Um somebody make a persuasion check. Somebody me. Um, Yep, and, and do it with advantage because of all that guilt tripping. I'm your good friend Kenneth.
2: Alright. Um twenty-eight.
0: Fuck me. Okay. Uh, Kenneth, you see the, the remaining steel behind Kenneth's um calling it now, eight eyes. Uh it's just disintegrate. And uh, I how i pictured him at all. Yeah. It's like I'm just changing it up, you know. Uh, we'll see how it tracks with the audience, and then yeah. maybe it'll go back to having two eyes, so that we can sell more of the Kenneth <laughs> yeah. dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the, the people, very toyetic podcast. The people in front of house are currently hastily <laughs> sticking eyes on all of the Kenneth dolls that we made. <laughs> <laughs> like a Ken doll, Kenneth shortens to
3: Ken.
0: Hey! Oh, you've solved my puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth deteriorates. <laughs> no, like,
1: you freed him
0: from his bond. No, uh, okay, so Kenneth says, oh, Okay, I wasn't supposed to, but I do like you guys. Look. Okay, coming, coming, real close, McKenna. Okay, so you know how um, Sharona said that you had to throw this one, and then she'd let you go back to your home dimension. You can't do it if you throw it. You're gonna die. The only way out is if you win, and I really hope you guys win. And I just, I just had to let you know. Don't, don't try and throw it. You will be killed. You will be summarily executed.
1: Well, that's yeah. very relevant information. <laughs> Thank you. He
0: says, um, so as for the event itself, it's kind of an aerial challenge. Uh, you're going to be up in the sky doing all kinds of flips and tricks and stuff. Uh, what it is, it's the final challenge of, of the tournament. If you guys uh, do make it through the obstacle course, then you will be clowned. Clown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joker in cinemas name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a good thing in this dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting crowned is like the ultimate primo. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, he does say you'll be, you will be crowned victorious in the tournament, and uh, yeah, I guess that might not be great for you because Sharona doesn't want that either. But I still think that's your best bet if you ask me.
3: We can deal with Sharona.
0: Okay, she is an interdimensional being <clears throat> of
1: extraordinary power. I
3: mean, by now we are. Kenneth. we're not in out we're interdimensional
1: I suppose that's, <laughs> I suppose that's technically
3: true um.
2: Um, can I fix Kenneth with my extremely persuasive eyes and say Kenneth how do people get
0: out of here okay go ahead and do it make a persuasion check one? Right, no you did already convince him he <laughs> says well usually their sponsors have to send them home. Um, or, well, I guess there is one thing you can do. Uh, usually the victors are granted a boon by Tasmodia, the interdimensional spirit who organises the tournament. I suppose that would be a sort of thing you could use to get home. If you win, that is. If you lose, you will again be summarily executed. Yep, so got it. We got
2: that.
5: that. <laughs> yeah, okay. We could use our boon to get someone to do Sharona's paperwork. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, win-win, Right. <laughs> but do we want Shirona to win if she doesn't win we die <laughs> there's
1: a lot to think about we'll figure it out when we get there <laughs> okay. um, I think Jody like holds the right in and is like well if it's, um, if we're talking about you know we win we live we lose we die should we just go and bet all the diamonds we have on ourselves again <laughs> There were basically no repercussions for it no. so yeah let's do it it's a consequence for your life
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay are you guys heading back over to the casino
1: yeah, yeah, real, yeah. real quick oh, okay whole scene this is a deleted scene yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. it'll, be it'll be on track. the dvd with the bonus <laughs> features i'll just
0: give you a few choice cuts from it so you walk into flimbo's funhouse the casino and flimbo's there and he's like oh my you're back welcome and uh, you place bets on yourself your odds tonight because you defeated the challenges that had you at pretty long odds last night, they have shortened, and you're at 3 to 1.
1: Alright, mm. I hand over my miscellaneous <laughs> amount of diamonds that I have. Your abstract number yeah, of diamonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Fantastic. What about, yeah, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't have any, because I... Yeah, you in. did <laughs> bet against you guys. Actually, we should <laughs> yeah. make that clear. Yeah, it's
3: great to when we all live and go on to live our lives, we'll be rich. And
0: you won't <laughs> with You know those interdimensional diamonds yeah. that are worth a lot of money back in your home dimension? I mean, a
1: diamond's a diamond.
0: Diamond is a diamond, but you know, I mean...
1: Is that a saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, you know
0: how it's like when people are like, oh, that James Bond movie, a diamond is a diamond. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, great. So you do that, the betting is done, and Flimbo is like, well, here's your slips? And gives you the receipts, which he didn't do last time, but uh, this time... You, you're in the know. And then Kenneth appears again out of nowhere, the Kenneth of Requirements, and he says, oh, guys, we didn't really have time for this. We
1: need to get wheels off on the event for the <laughs> oh, day.
0: Can you let us know, like, a minute before we're about to go into the thing?
1: Uh, that would be now.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you.
1: Oh, my God,
5: shit. No, I'm just doing a thing.
0: Okay, we great. Can, we can walk and talk at the same time. Okay, great. So, Kenneth... Oh, Kenneth... <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> Leads you guys back through the interdimensional city into a massive, uh, perfectly circular arena that is much, much, much higher than the arena that you were in last night. In fact, this arena is approximately 300 feet tall on all sides. And as you walk in through the main gate on the ground level, you find yourself standing in an empty, stone-floored space with a big circle of gemstones sort of sitting dead in the center. And Kenneth goes, That's the launch pad? This is kind of an aerial thing? And you look up to where the spectators are seated, 300 feet in the air around the top rim of the arena, and you see a spectacular aerial obstacle course, the likes of which you've never even conceived of. Oh my god. Yeah. You're a monk.
5: What you,
1: can you jump up there? <laughs> <laughs> <You're gonna be. laughs> uh, uh, I, I imagine that It's potentially what these uh, cool Batman capes we have is for
0: <laughs> It's um, 300 feet up to where the stadium is And then it's like above that Sort of like where they can see it You notice a series of glowing rings and hoops And some way off in the distance Beyond all of these glowing rings and hoops There is what appears to be An ornately decorated finish line um, Why don't you guys take some perception checks for me And I'll tell you what you see up
1: there yeah, nothing. 21. 21? <laughs> Twins. What? <laughs> we just, are we, the Batman are we thing. doing this?
0: We're, we're the Batman. <laughs> Twenty, twenty-two. Oh, shit. Way <laughs> to updo us on our own podcast. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Jesus. The polite thing to do is to lower your roll. Yes. <laughs>
5: are, you know, oh, sorry, no, it was a six. De- You're right, It's yeah. a six. Uh, great. It was a
0: six the whole time. Um, the line at the top is six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, no, with that 22, your keen eyes... Who's got keener eyes? Who's making the 22 rolls? Is it August or Bernie?
5: Uh, uh, Bernie. Okay, 100%.
0: Bernie sees, and you guys see it as well, like the 21s, don't worry just about it. It's not as good. Just gonna, it's not quite as good. Sure. It's nearly as good. Still pretty good, at it? And then, okay, so up there, amongst all of these glowing rings, which uh, Kenneth whispers, you gotta fly through all of those or you're disqualified. Uh, there are a series of obstacles. There are, like, just walls at, like, breakneck angle between like after going through one ring there's just a wall right in front of it that you're going to have to take a quick banking dive around there appear to be large crushing machines with rings inside the space that gets crushed smashing together and then drawing apart there are little turrets jetting out gouts of flame directly through the space that you need to fly through and there is one ominous hovering cube of black metal Great. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kenneth says, "Okay, go get on the launch pad there, and then uh, as soon as uh, the the buzzer sounds, uh, away we go." Oh, has a minute expired? A minute has expired. Perfect. Um, so, uh, one of Augie's special abilities is a dragon sense. Okay. So, uh, after a minute has elapsed, he can tell the location of all dragon-like creatures within a three-mile radius. Wow. Okay, there are a lot so, of them. Apart from the ones that uh-huh. he knows about. Oh, okay. It's an interdimensional tournament with creatures of all kinds, things you've never even imagined. It's, it's like, you know, it's like a it's like a Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, you know where the stronger life forces are kind of situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Kiro, big Dragon Ball Z fan. Bet you didn't <laughs> see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, there's lots of dragons around, man. And there's, well, do you want to, is this the time? No, 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 no. Okay, all right, never mind.
2: Um, okay, cool. so we're walking over to the.
5: Launch pad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking if there are any dragons that are enemies.
0: Oh, uh, you don't sense them in the like uh, aerial arena, more like right. in the stands, like spectating and watching. Oh, cool all. choice. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah hey just, Bryce, just waving for the crowd. Just wave. Oh, that's good. Okay, There's so anyways, as well. Pad? If you want to be, yeah. as
2: we're walking there, I um, put my hands onto the shoulders of um, these two fabulous boys, and I. Twin the spell Haste and oh, cast on them, which is a, oh, yeah. a sorcerer's spell. Hell
0: yeah. Is and that Grace be... doing something not just explosive and, and like murdering <laughs> things?
2: I like... turned into a seal last night. What are you talking about? That
0: is though? true. <laughs> that is <that's laughs> true. Uh, yeah, they have Haste now. What does that mean?
2: Um, so you're twice as fast. Um, you have advantage on dexterity checks,
1: plus two AC and double yeah. actions.
0: Okay, great. You guys are now standing on the launch pad. And you hear, like, a fun, like, race-style sort of thing, where it's like, murr, 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 murr. and then a big horn goes, and it sounds exactly like that. Um, that was so I don't have to do any kind of cutting-in of sounds when I'm editing this Right, late. so that was just kind of a little inside the production for you there. I'm going to have to cut that out, though. Um, so that kind of has defeated the purpose now. But, yeah, the siren goes. What do you guys do? we have to Jump get up. up? Yeah, man. Oh, uh. Bernie turns into a large class gold dragon. Yeah, right. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. that was the and uh,
5: Gussie jumps on his back. You guys want to left? Yeah. <laughs> He's quite fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm quite fast. I mean as a dra- yeah, you know. Anyway.
2: <laughs> you yeah, go on then. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you did that. You did the spill thing, so I did, I thought maybe you guys was fine, but You'd like a lift. Well, we don't fly He then. says in a much bigger dragon voice, I guess. Yeah, what does that oh, sound yeah. like? Is it lower at all? It'd be, yeah, it'd be, like, it'd be much more like this, I guess. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not mad about that. <laughs> no, no. Keep bringing that Just in. It's like a bit, bit lower again. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. A bit, a bit more timbre. <laughs> <laughs> a richer, fuller, deeper tone. Great. Do you guys jump on? What are we doing? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, All right, we're up in on. the All right, sky. pals, let's go. What is that the takeoff catchphrase? Does he have one? <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right,
5: pals, let's go. All right.
0: even, Sometimes he plays a flute. Even, because Bernie really likes it. Even when it's just August and Bernie, he's like, All right, pals, let's go. Oh, he singulars it then. Okay, All right, pal, right, let's go. And he plays right. his little
5: flute. He plays. Uh, He plays the tune that means
0: Something licensed, I assume. (laughs) You'd have to imagine. Yeah, Great. (laughs) You fly up into the sky and the crowd goes fucking bananas for it. They are loving this gold dragon energy as the four of you on the back of the dragon rocket up towards the start of the aerial course. And then you're whipping along at speed through this aerial course, diving through rings, twisting, turning, flipping through the sky. Can I get you all to roll initiative for me? Because that's going to determine... That's going to determine <laughs> whose job it is to tackle each obstacle as it comes. This is who goes first, yeah? Yeah, yeah, determining who goes first. I have a
2: 19.
0: Fuck me! 15.
1: 9. 13. Oh Both my of them. god, I'm first!
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what was the uh, 15. 15 and then 13 for Org and the Burnster. That's what I call it now. In my own internal shorthand. <laughs> great. Okay, so you guys are rocketing along through the sky. Uh, fucking Bernie's doing a great job getting you through the kind of rings, and they all ding, really satisfyingly as you pass through them. And then, just as you pass through a ring, you're heading towards this wall, and you're kind of getting ready to think about making a turn. But then, out of nowhere, a second wall materializes in front of you. You're barreling right for it, and brazilia has got to do something about it. What do you do?
2: Um... I guess I'm going to try and disintegrate it.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so that's a spell that you have. Yeah,
2: it's a pretty powerful spell. Okay,
0: really. great. Um, How does this work? The wall needs to take a constitution saving throw? Deck no, saving. a dex saving throw. Okay, well it's a wall. <laughs> it's so a wall! Yeah, that's, a, that's a no on that one, I think actually, the wall. It's got a pretty hard penalty. You rolled an 11, but it has like minus 12 dexterity. So. Yeah, the wall does get hit by your ray of
1: disintegration. How much damage does the wall take?
2: Do
1: you want to do something else? There's so many dice. It's going to be 40 plus, like what, 10d6 or something? How how powerful is this wall? Oh, it's a good wall, man. Okay, well. Um,
2: Two
0: more. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Elevating music. Don't Uh, apologise
5: for taking time. Thank you. Was that also in character? Yep. So August is just like
1: on the back of Bernie. He's just like, oh, there's a wall. But like, surely disintegrate must Um, be like instantaneous, right? So that's just you're just telling everyone. You're just like, Yeah. yeah. That's just a pearl of wisdom from August.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take your time in life, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's 68. Nice! Damage. Okay. A sickly green ray of light emerges from Drasilia's hand. Finger? Yeah, yeah, fingertip, and it hits the wall, and then you just see like a bit of the wall to start like rippling out and creating a dragon-sized hole. That uh, that's the perfect size. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, wait, is it only
0: dragon-sized? Because
3: there's, like, people sticking up off the back of this dragon.
0: Um, you know, it's almost exactly big enough, but Duncan does get clipped. I'm <laughs> the shortest one! Yeah, and you brought it up, yeah. dick. <laughs> so, Duncan gets clipped for... You're the shortest,
1: but the deepest. <laughs>
3: Oh, because we're like yeah. tummy down, holding on to the exactly. dragon, and Duncan's canonically mad? thick. My
0: mad booty gets clipped by this wall. Yeah, you take ten bludgeoning damage as your butt gets clipped by the wall. I can do this all day. Yeah, ten, ten's oh, no worries for you, right? Okay, Duncan has his, I guess his butt smacked by <laughs> and the wall, he got
1: spanked by a wall, as he. Dies. As he, and he then declares, I can do this all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Naughty boy. Do we want yeah. that in doing hard voice? You you? No, yes, we'll edit in post. <laughs> so what, sometime you're going to like, I'm going to call you up on <laughs> Skype and be like, I'm hey gonna... Tom, can you just say that thing from that one moment in our show? I can do this all day. Yeah, <laughs> great, thank you. Now, can we get an alt actually? I wasn't sure about that one. Yeah, sure. can we just...
3: I can do this. All day. Oh, okay,
0: that was better. Vote in the online fold. <laughs> Which one you preferred. Uh, great. So, uh, Duncan, as you get smacked, that startles you into action. It's your initiative of 15. You realize now, you've gone through the next it's ring. Every other fight. <laughs> Bernie uh, has taken a sharp turn to the left, away from the wall that was through the next ring. And then, he's now barreling directly towards the crushing device. Oh, this is two dear. large blocks Composed of a uh, stone with spikes on them, kind of like from you know Mario, like a super cool Super Mario. Thing. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the middle of them is a ring. You're going to have to go through it. There's no going over it, baby. Uh, what does Duncan do about that?
3: Um, can I see any weak points in the mechanism at all?
0: Take a perception check for me. What do you know about those stones? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say that, jo- yeah, Jody's made a good point here, is Doom canonically knows a lot about rocks, it's one of the things he has as being a dwarf, so in looking for the weak point, I'll allow you advantage on your perception check.
3: I'm actually really glad that you brought that up, because I rolled a 5 on the Yeah, first that could have been bad, was, you guys would have yeah, got yeah. meat tenderized. And so I got the advantage, gets get to roll again, I rolled a 4. Oh, so,
1: very good! Cool, um, cool, cool,
3: cool, cool! Yeah, um, yeah...
0: Well, 5 and 6 is 11. Okay, well, the important thing is that we had a lot of fun tonight, everybody. <laughs> and, um, you know, sometimes the show ends half an hour early. Because... Wait, wait, wait. Do we all have to go through the ring? Oh, that's a good question. No. Duncan
3: says to the others, can I, am I, are we high enough that I could jump and glide through it? You could try. Dodge this one. I'll tank it. Okay, <laughs> I'm
0: going to jump
3: and glide through the ring and just cop the hair.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so Bernie banks upwards sharply to give Duncan kind enough of an angle
1: to glide down onto. And, he's the hero uh, we need, but he's yeah, the one we deserve. Wow, this is kind of a Batman thing. It's lucky like you're the deepest character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be for much longer. <laughs> it was canonically thin. Paper thick. Mario version <laughs> of This um, is about to be canonically
0: flat. Uh, so, Khan jumps off the back of, uh, Bernie Cinders, and, uh, the cloak billows out behind him and solidifies into a wingsuit. I guess this would be, like, you're trying to, like, do a kind of, like, aerial stunt. I guess this is an athletics check. You can kind of, like, it's like you're doing, like, some kind of cool Olympic thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, 11 plus 9, uh, 20.
0: Okay, dude, you're hitting the dead center of this ring... And you are going to get smushed by uh, the crushing mechanism here. Fortunately, Duncan's a sturdy boy, so we're going to see just how bad this gets for the boy here in a little
1: bit. The suspense is killing me. (laughs)
0: How does 38 piercing damage sound oh. as this crushing mechanism smushes into you on either side? Does make you a little bit flatter?
3: Oh, I can do this all day. This is strange. It <laughs> takes me from 109 down to, I don't know, what is that, like 71? 38, did you say? Yeah, I did. Oh.
2: I guess you have an extra action if you want to do something else,
3: right? Um, I feel like. I'm probably just falling through the sky.
0: Yeah, he is just falling hey. now. Yeah. So you are going to have to get down there and try and scoop him up. But I'm going to say Bernie managed to go up and over the crusher and then scoop back down and grab the now-smooshed, and I assume, bleeding Duncan, who is uh, yeah just kind of lying on Bernie, looking pretty fucking spent. Now, you're proceeding along through the air, and you see up ahead of you, there is this, like... Huge spiral of rings in quick succession. It's like a big fucking like vortex shaped thing. It's going to be an incredible acrobatic stunt in order to get you through there. What do August and Bernie do to facilitate that happening?
4: The marshmallow. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I guess. Well, the course, uh, we gotta eat the marsh. Uh, um, August uses the like the feed bag. Uh huh. On Bernie. Oh, just puts it on him like a horse.
5: <laughs> Amazing.
0: <laughs> just like throws it on in mid air, even with the with the I guess. Yep. Anyway, yep. Uh, and um,
5: have a look at that, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Is that another one of his catchphrases? <laughs> no. <laughs> So that was, to be clear, the first time he said that to Bernie. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, how does Bernie react to breathing in a lot of chemical-smelling gas? Well, he doesn't like it, but he yeah. also, like, you know, tank, he tanks it for the team. He hoofs it in, and then all of a sudden, he feels invigorated, energized. His battle senses are sharpened. Everything appears to be just a little bit... I guess, like, it's funny, it's like a speed-up thing, but then to him, everything else seems to be going in slow motion. Yeah. So... Can I get Bernie to take, like, an aerial acrobatics check to try and get through this spiral of rings? But give him advantage, because that's what the, the thing... So advantage for people who don't play D&D means you roll twice and take the higher number. It's a special little treat uh. that the heroes earned by solving my speed puzzle. <laughs> uh, 21. Nice! Okay, Bernie does a fucking sick barrel roll as he goes through this... Yeah, yeah, it's like being on a roller coaster. And all of you guys, it's just the fucking best. Like I love having... roller coasters yeah. canonically. Yeah? Jody loves rollercoasters. Yeah, why not? Okay, we're throwing that in, folding it into the narrative from now on. Okay, fantastic. You guys all sort of cling tight to the back of this uh, dragon that's now going twice as fast as it was before as it pitches and rolls and dives through the rings. As it comes out on the other side, still moving quickly, you see that you're heading directly for two turrets that are jetting out gouts of flame. What does Jody do about that?
1: So how far away are these turrets?
0: They are uh, a distance in front of you.
1: Too late. A distance in front? Yeah, I mean, what, what are you planning? And I'll tell you if you can get there. <laughs> well, but... here's the thing what Jody wants to do is to use the magical jumping boots he got last episode, Oh! which he never used oh. to sort of double his height. Yeah, wow, well, and, and no then... one ever took them off you. Yeah, exactly. Wow, yeah. Still wearing them. Jesus. So basically what Jody wants to do is like jump up, yep. use his Batman cape to fly over, and he wants to turn one of the turrets to face the other. Oh, that's a sick move. That's I a love sick that. Move. Okay. Watch, I need to roll to make sure I do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, hmm. So you
0: can just activate the boots. That's no worries. So Jody fucking got these special boots as a magic item last time, and he jumps way up the fuck off the back of this dragon, and then starts gliding down towards the turrets. I guess like, a big, like, jump is probably, like, an acrobatic-type maneuver. Okay. Go ahead and give me right. an
1: acrobatics check. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's not 20, baby. Oh, fuck! That's the highest one you can do! Describe to me how cool these acrobatic maneuvers are. <laughs> how cool? Look. All right, yeah. well, basically... Imagine the most unnecessary amount of backflips as he's just going out. (laughs) And I mean, like, losing speed. And so everyone else on the Dragon is very concerned about what he's doing. Yeah, In the last second, like, I'm talking like a Matthew Riley style sort of thing. Okay, wow, what a fucking. Any Matthew Riley fans in the house tonight? Um, Any fans of
0: Australian fantasy sci-fi action (laughs) adventure superhero?
1: Matthew Riley? Once again, that's a no. Yeah, Yeah. apparently not. Um, Matthew Riley, new book coming out this autumn. (laughs) Pre-orders on Amazon. Another sponsor. Um, And yeah, like last second, like, I think like physically knocks into the turret to sort of shift it facing the other one. Okay. Fuck yeah. Uh, Yeah, Jody uses his body to buffet this turret. It turns on the other turret and
0: just fucking melts it. And it drops straight out of the sky, clearing the path ahead of you. There's still one turret firing. No, he, he turned the one turret into the other turret. And then it melted it. Oh yeah, the one that's firing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But it's now... uh well, it's not a
1: perfect plan, but like, you know, quick thinking.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a turret. Yeah, thanks for finding the plot hole there. Uh, because now, yeah, you are still heading straight for the thing. Um, oh,
3: well... But, no, but, 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 it's okay. Because surely your dragon is going to be resistant to fire. Absolutely. So fire we all inside his Are you fire? <laughs> <fruit>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I don't think he's... Big enough for you to all fit in his mouth. But I like, mean, a constitution so save? We don't <laughs> know
5: what it's <laughs> uh, I was going to say, why uh, is it... Uh, so the flames are coming from one direction, right? Yes. Does it have to be a war
1: thing? I don't want to... Yeah, no. <laughs> They're
5: coming from one direction, so yep. we've got, like,
0: Niall and Zane over here. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if he turns... <laughs> one direction, arriving in Sydney next week. <laughs> <laughs> tickets on, tickets on. <laughs> uh,
5: he can... What was I going to say? I, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, he's, he's t- His tummy's fireproof. His bottom side is fireproof. Why don't you just
0: turn 180 de- 90 degrees? Yeah, okay. I'll and fucking allow Hold on. Yeah, yeah. That makes complete sense because the dragon is immune to fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's a fire-breathing golden okay, dragon. Okay, then, yeah, he's got resistance to it. Fine, he can just take that hit. So the dragon banks onto its side and its belly gets roasted by fire but it doesn't feel that bad. This oh, this, kinda... feels, uh, this feels pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and can I get the remaining people on the dragon to take... Strength or dexterity saving throws to try and avoid falling off the dragon.
1: Jody's also going to try and jump back on the dragon as it goes past the turret. Yeah, okay, well, fair enough. You need to you roll get, for that. Yeah, do a necrotic stick to oh, do that. You definitely do dexterity
2: because oh. you can take advantage.
1: What? Because oh. of the ace thing? Another hey. nat twenty. Yeah, but I got
2: another plus... Nat twenty. Yep. Then we
0: get a plus get a nine, nine on twenty as well. How okay, just do them, dude. Yeah, I got twenty-four. Fuck me. Okay. Uh, Duncan Khan grabs onto one of the fucking spines on the back of the dragon and just holds it tight. Oh, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What am I doing to you?
0: (laughs) How does Gazelia do? 10? Yeah, Gazelia falls clean Ah! off the dragon and is just falling down uh, quick out of the sky. Jody rolled a nat 20.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he sees Rosilia go, he goes after her using, like, the Batman oh, cape. Oh, wow. What a cool energy. Wow. What a, what a leave-no-man-behind energy. Yeah. So instead of
0: jumping back on the dragon, Jody's now spearing down to grab Rosilia out of midair. Can get her with that Nat 20. I think that's fair enough. And then activate the cape, so now they're at least gliding, not falling. How did August do on his save? Nat 20 also. Oh, fuck me! Uh, how does he want to do a really good strength save? What does that enable him to do? Huh? What does the natural 20 enable him to do? Well, he's just, like, hanging on real well. Is he just stunting? <laughs> like, he's doing it with one arm and just, like, fucking flexing with yeah, the other? Yeah, he's, like, holding on with one arm and he's giving, like, the side of Bernie's neck a little stroke. Okay, wow. Oh, cool. You doing good, buddy? It... The crowd loves that. Yeah. They're, like, very pro these fun, uh, fun, fun friends. Now, let me set the scene for you. The only thing between you and the finish line is the ominous black cube. Drazilia and Jody are down underneath you, uh, Jodi holding on to Drisilia as they're gliding down the cape. And then the cube opens up, and a platform extends from inside it. Does anyone want to take a guess who's on that platform?
2: May um, may
0: may may. <laughs> hey, is my Sharona. She's standing nice. there, holding two what appear to be like really, really well. You guys would know them as crossbows, but those of us here in the room would probably think they look more like big guns. And uh, she does take her turn. She fires one of her guns, and a huge fucking jet of purple plasma shoots out of it at the dragon. She fires the other one down at Drosilia and Jody,
1: so she's trying to hit Jody. Wait, but... so the sponsor. Our sponsor is out on the field yes. shooting at her chosen that's champion. That's correct. Is she going to get done for insider
0: training? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, like, the 1% never get done for insider training. Ah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, the moral of the story. Exactly. This is a real, like. <laughs>
2: reaction of the crowd
0: they're like loving it they're like whoa what a twist uh, this is like a Shyamalan style <laughs> twist they're loving it they've all seen in every dimension happening. Yeah, yeah exactly
1: Shyamalan plays in every dimension but the happening <laughs> the happening <laughs> landed here he <People laughs> really got it
0: they talk about mass appeal usually you know Shyamalan's name comes up and then when they mean mass yeah that's what they mean uh great so the ray that is shot down at Drasilius Jody misses you, unfortunately, and goes clearing off into the crowd and just, like, annihilates a block of spectators. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's invested in the spectators. I love that. Come along for the journey. Uh, the other one that is shot at the dragon. That's the real human cost of this adventure. <laughs> yeah. Does 20 hit Bernie's AC? It does. It does. Ooh, whoa, okay. okay. Bernie's got a high armor class. He's, he's <laughs> Gold scale. Yeah, he is made out of scales, dragon scales specifically. So this jet of plasma shoots into Bernie's cinders, and he takes 25, I guess, plasma damage. Necrotic damage? D&D nerds out there, help me out. Yeah, I guess necrotic. it's necrotic. Pla- necrotic seems fair. Yeah, great. Um, oh, He doesn't like that. <laughs> no, he Being doesn't a dragon? Like yeah. Now we're back around to the top of the order. It is Drazilia You are falling slowly. You have been missed by the jet of plasma. What do you do?
2: Um, I'm going to take the, my mail out and open my mail at this point. Oh, fuck, I
0: forgot about the <laughs> mail! Uh, you open the mail and you have to quickly stop the letter from falling away. And you grab it out of the air and you're yeah. reading it. It's very Harry Potter, like at the start of Harry Potter, Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. letter out of your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you grab it and it says, You're a wizard. Crossclass. Yeah, except, Cross yeah, <laughs> except for what it actually says is, I love the way you blow shit up, slay. And you look at what is uh, inside the tube, and it is a long metal cylinder with a little handle on the back of it and a trigger. What's a bazooka? Hey, now, you don't it's know. It's a fantasy it. bazooka. You don't know what a bazooka is. Do I have
2: any action left?
0: Yeah, totally.
2: I fire it straight at my Sharona. You
0: fire it at your Sharona. <laughs> yeah, your personal Sharona. Okay. Sure. At, at Sharona, specifically? Yeah. Okay, fuck yeah. Uh, you pull the trigger, and you feel like a concussive burst as there's like recoil from this tube in your hand. And then you don't actually see much come out of the front, just like a ripple, a disturbance in the air, which travels all the way up to the platform that Sharona is standing on, and then detonates. The metal cube that Sharona is standing on is disintegrated, shot to all corners of the arena, and now Sharona is falling rapidly out of the sky. You guys are still falling, so you're going to have to do something about that. What do you think the plan is? There are probably like three rings and an open patch of sky heading down to the landing pad.
1: Um, well, yeah, I mean, Jody's got slow fall, so falling's, like, no problem at all. So he's, he's happy to, like, sort of, like, zoom on down and, like, try and get him out safely. Oh, just try I just guess... land. Yeah. Okay. But well, we have to get through the rings. Not all of us, baby.
0: Yeah, we did establish that. Oh, shit, yeah, let's do this. Okay, so Jody's just gonna, like, glide down the ground. Just doing a fucking victory lap. Yeah. Like, just going around the spectators, like, Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Druzzy's
1: just, like, firing off the bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 but would you still
0: take falling damage? It's, it's not not if I
1: cushioned the fall.
0: <laughs> With his own body. Yeah, How's he going to exactly. do that? Like do oh, duck and roll underneath? Yeah,
1: why not? Okay. It's a fantasy world we're in another dimension. Why not? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So you guys are doing
0: your fucking victory lap, gliding slowly down to the ground, yeah. just putting on a fireworks display as Bernie Sanders, August Flint? Yeah, Flint. Flint? Like, Flint. Flint.
4: Flint. Flint. Yeah. Right, like, Flint. It's it's like Flint. Like the Flintstones. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah great.
0: And you guys land on the uh, landing pad that is the finish line. And fucking confetti cannons just fucking erupt from either side. The crowd roars even louder. And guess who's standing right there next to you? It's Kenneth. He's made it up here to the landing pad. And he's pumped four bottles of champagne. And he's going fucking bananas with the champagne. Pouring it all over the place. And he's like, I knew y'all were going to do it. I just knew it. Deep in my heart of hearts, I knew And then... You guys are sucked out of reality and you find yourself in an endless black void, all of you together standing on something firm. And Kenneth or is he Kenneth's gone, baby? And a booming voice echoes around you and says I'm Tasmodiar. This is a little bit non traditional. In winning the tournament you have defeated your own sponsor, who can no longer be crowned ruler of the multiverse I we'll wish to do g- it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to grant you one boon one and only one eternal glory home
3: this is I mean if we become the rulers of <laughs> And just delegate the main plotline of our podcast. <laughs>
1: That's like one We of can our wrap up like a month thing. early.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tasmania's yep. voice echoes around and says, Hmm, there's only one of you in this room with intelligence enough to become the ruler of oh, the multiverse."
1: <laughs> That's entirely fair. All okay. Choice. <laughs> The guy who wanted to throw an event.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well was like a javelin, I'm quite good with the javelin.
1: Oh I didn't I
0: didn't mean you. Oh you meant Bernie! Yes. Oh, of course you did, because
5: he's way what? he's way more clever than I am.
0: Is this just a Bernie Sanders bit? <laughs> <laughs> boy? Is this just an elaborate for <laughs> Bernie Sanders bit! I mean it wasn't until oh. now. <laughs> oh my God. So what you what you're saying is if I if I take the mantle of... Supreme As Bernie, ruler of Bernie Cinders. Bernie Cinders. <laughs> take the mantle of supreme ruler of all the multiverse. Uh, I, you, I can send my friends home? You can send your friends home, but you must remain. And that means... Even leaving behind August. Oh, I'm not allowed to do that, so. Uh, <laughs> it's like I I don't want to explain it because it's a long story, but I physically can't do that.
1: <laughs> is that like a character
0: thing? It's a, it's a, it's a bond, it's a magical bond thing where the dragon, if se- well, not, yeah, if separated, uh, from the knight, uh, the dragon perishes. Their life forces are intertwined. At this- p- Which is why they're best friends. I well, see. but also because they're just best friends. And why are they fake stepdads?
5: Because it's like a funny joke to tell people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's not because they're funny the yet. same age. It's- <laughs> That joke so if you funny. start by saying he's my fake stepdad? Well, it didn't seem it's like funny. the
5: appropriate situation for the kind of like long-winded joke. It was we more like know. this is the joke, but yeah. this is like the baby version of the have joke. We could
3: have died before the punchline if you didn't come up with Exactly. Show, we would never It didn't know. seem appropriate died, to give him like half a joke. real
5: stepdad. I gave him the whole joke all at once because otherwise they might not have God. survived to see the whole thing.
1: Can you imagine if you'd said he was your stepdad and at the end of the episode was like... He's not actually... Yeah, the payoff would have just been... Not a a of would have said that. I'm actually... I'm his brother, I
0: guess. Oh, whoa! What? Not, not liter- but figuratively, because of the Bond thing. <laughs> Tasmodian is just listening to this intently and says, Perhaps there are none of you in this room. <laughs> However, there is one other I can think of. And then you hear a resounding pop... No. <laughs> <laughs> and who should be standing Kenneth. there before you? Yeah, it is Kenneth. <laughs> 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 Kenneth's standing there, four arms akimbo, still in the middle of spraying champagne all over the place. And Tasmodia says Kenneth, I hereby appoint you as interim administrative head of the multiverse. We'll have to figure something out for the long term, but um, if you could just take care of things for now. What is your boon, adventurers?
3: Fuck, send us home.
0: (laughs) No, no, because Kenneth can send us home. Why don't we go party it up? (laughs) Yeah, your boon is a fucking sick party and then Kenneth's going to send you home. I'm in, Augie.
5: (laughs) Plus I had this bit where, like, Bernie was going to eat Sharona and I was going to say, oh, that's eat the rich. Because she's the 1%. Anyway...
0: Wow, so like, rich, Bernie, and you have just sitting on that bit,
5: Bernie, and Bernie would eat the rich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now we don't have to do that bit because you got to make the joke anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, so that's, oh, that's how that's yeah, how comedy it did, works. That's great. Uh, okay, back oh, so to get it again. party,
2: Tesmodia. Okay,
0: fuck me. You guys have the rippingest, <laughs> kickingest, fucking blowout banger of all time. Like Duff Punga, there. That seems appropriate. They're Are they the masked, t- or do we get to know their faces? You guys get to be the first people to see Daft Punk without their masks on. What a boon! What a boon, right? Tasmodia. <laughs> <From> Tasmania. <laughs> They're there fucking playing the decks. That's the thing people say, right? Like DJ like, play, playing the decks. We've all heard that before. And, uh, yeah, you're just fucking going for it. Dicks. Is... <laughs> just thought it would be funny in the <laughs> accent. <laughs> that's, that's never... Playing deep. the dicks. <laughs> that's never... <laughs> That's never going to get tired. Uh, okay. You guys party long into the night. What does each of you do? One thing. One snapshot at the party. I want it quickly. What's going on? Oh, my God. I mean...
2: I like... Disintegrate the roof of the building with my bazooka. And
1: just like... <laughs> it rains down yeah, as confetti, yeah, 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 yeah. chunks of ceiling tile. Yeah. Um, Jody does the lift from Dirty Dancing. With who? With who? Just like a, a, a member in the crowd. People but then, over that's and his over final. And yeah, and yeah, over no, again It's that like... like he sets himself up, and for three hours, he's just lifting people to that song. <laughs> okay, that's is good. Is he ever lifted? Yeah, one time he gets lifted, and okay. you know who it is?
3: It's me.
0: <laughs> okay, I lift you.
1: We see all of that, and what are August and Bernie doing?
3: Oh, I just thought
5: of it. Uh, so, <laughs> August is doing like a magic trick where using Bernie's polymorph ability, he turns, even though it's Bernie's ability, turns Bernie into a series of different things and animals. And okay, like pulls him out kids. of the hat and it's like, now he's a rabbit. That, that now one, he's a snake. That one's for all the now kids he's a that man. Yeah. Now he's a dragon. <laughs>
1: Because all the sickest parties in the dimensions all have magicians. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone knows, knows that. that. All yeah, the sickest great. parties I've ever been to have. And at the end of the t- at the end of the party, Kenneth... all me,
0: and Bernie. <laughs> Kenneth gets up on stage and he's wearing a sash that says Multiverse Interim Administrative Rules. <laughs> and uh, he takes the microphone off Daft Punk and he says, <laughs> "Y'all are my best friends, and I wish y'all the best, and I couldn't uh, hope for it to go better, and just." From the bottom of my three hearts that I have up in my inscrutable biology, Uh, I wish you all the best times, and (laughs) keep it real. And then he smooches the mic, and then, before you know it, you all wake up back in your home dimension. You've made it home, everybody, victors of the tournament. (laughs) Let's have a round of applause for our heroes. (laughs) But, however, that's not all that happens. Because the next morning as you're going through your possessions, each of you finds on you a note in delicately called handwriting that says, you haven't seen the last of me, Sharona. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we've got for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for coming out. Bernie and August aren't necessarily from. No, they're from a different dimension. They've just pissed off Sharona. That's right. Oh, right. They're fucked as well. Hey, thank you so much for coming. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, you can check us out wherever you would ordinarily get a podcast. It's called How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a completely different thing to this, although it is these three same characters. And maybe, just maybe, your old friends August and Bernie might pop in. I don't know. We haven't figured that out. We'll talk to your people and we'll figure if we can get you right. Yeah, yeah I'll, get, yeah, I'll get them on there. Okay, board. great. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, so thank you once again. I hope horn. you have a great rest of your Sunday night. I've been Ben McAllister. These people will now tell you who they were. Because he's wearing horns for everyone at home.
5: Because <laughs> you can't see because it's a podcast, but he's wearing horns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here we're butting up against bump out here. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh.
3: I've been Thomas Owen. I've
2: been Grace Chaffer.
3: Jackson you said. I've been Kieran Clancy-Lowe.
0: Thank you so much to the venue for having us. Thank you to St. Clair for producing. Thank you to Ruru for costumes. Thank you to you all, very importantly, for coming out. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. Have a great rest of your evening. Good night.
1: How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of The Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen... Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister and Jackson Newsom. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested. When we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade, and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com